morning. Good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis in the news? This is the beat. Hey guys, have you heard Harry Styles has a new girlfriend? Wait, but who? <laughs> Wait, oh. now when Grant mentioned this, this is the first I've heard of this. I, I'm 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 a loose follower of the Harry Styles beat. Steve, this is shocking. She just got out of a relationship with Jason Sudeikis. I know a marriage. The I great know. Hollywood couple. I loved that couple. I thought they were cute too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have two kids too. It, it made me feel like cause she's one of my big crushes. So it made oh, me, is she? It made oh. me feel like I had a chance. I guess. Did you watch her in Vinyl? Was that the name of it? Vinyl. Oh, I love that show. Anybody? Mm. Anybody? No. no. With um, Vinyl had Ray. Ram- Ray. Uh, no. Uh, yes. Yes. Ray, yeah, no. Ray. Romano. Romano was in it. Yes, and also Andrew Dice Clay was in it. And, Look at it. Oh my God! What's my actor guy? The Italian guy. What's his hang name? On, guy? Hang on. Hang uh, on. I love him. His name is kind of tough to pronounce because oh, you're not sure how to pronounce it. It's not Martin Scorsese. No, but he was in it. Or he he did he direct it? I see his name there. Um, you know, Mick Jagger's kid was in it. Um, oh, Bobby Cannavale. Yes, yes, love him. So she played his wife in it. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. And don't forget, she was in Tron as well. Oh, I did the, not know the that remake of Tron. I did not know that. Well, she um. They may have fallen in love on the set of Olivia's latest movie, Don't Worry Darling, as I Am Grant mentioned. <laughs> but she offered him the part after seeing him in Dunkirk. Did you guys see that? I no. did not know. Oh, that's a good movie. That's um, the Chris Nolan. Uh, they're up in a plane the whole time. Bang, bang, bang. Mm, I feel like there was boats. air or sea let's figure this one out Uh, no i feel like this was a sea thing dunkirk i think it was a plane thing was it a boat thing maybe i wasn't paying attention no you're probably right i mean hell you watched it i didn't watch it i'm (laughs) not i saw it in the theater wow 526 million dollars yeah the theater Hans Zimmer produced the music. In May 1940, a quick synopsis of Dunkirk. (laughs) Germany advanced into France, trapping Allied troops on the beaches of Dunkirk. Under air and ground cover from British and French forces, troops were slowly and methodically evacuated from the Biatch using every serviceable naval and civilian vessel that could be found. Sounds like there's a lot of boats. Okay, so there were, because they were on the shore, there were a couple of ships. Yeah, you that's know, how the troops got to shore. Yeah. There you go. All right. This is why people tune into the Don and Steve show. <laughs> you know, move over, Cisco and Ebert. That's, we have now filled their but shoes. I feel like there were boats. Did you say Cisco and Ebert? No, no. <laughs> well, that's a move ap- I would make. <laughs> after Gene Siskel passed away years ago, Cisco, for a brief time after the thong song, <laughs> sat in opposite Roger Ebert. And boy, did they have a nice difference of opinion. Uh, and Cisco, by the way, local guy. Yeah, yeah Maple Grove. Maple yeah. Grove. God, I love it. Anyway, full circle. Um, So she saw him in Dunkirk. Harry Styles. Yes. And decided to offer him a part in her movie. And he accepted. And apparently she did a little victory dance. And uh, so the rest is history. Now, there was also a little bit of controversy over people assuming that they were dating because they were seen holding hands. Because there is also 
um, photographic evidence of Harry and Lizzo holding hands. Ooh. And people are like, well. He might just be a hand holder. Why, <laughs> you know, why doesn't anyone assume that we're dating? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Anyway, she was seen like leaving his house and things like that, too. So that would raise a couple eyebrows. Right. Leaving the house. In the morning, wearing the same clothes you had on last night. What? I don't know if it was that, though. <laughs> Donna. Um, I don't know, but there's another person with them. He's in a red suit. Mm. Harry's wearing a flared tux pant. He's, he's, <laughs> he's very fashionable. Yeah. Fashionable? He's very fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is if I, went to Harry, if I slept over Harry's styles, I get it. We all call him fashionable. But... If I slept over his house and was he was like, hey, man, just seriously, anything in my closet, I don't think I'd find the right look for me. Well, you know what? It all has to do with your lifestyle. The guy's a performer. Of course you expect to see him with, like, nail polish on and guyliner yeah. and flowy capes and, you know, women's pants. I'm always, like, five years behind Styles. Not Harry Styles, but like everything that comes out, you Just know? Just keep it simple. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Keep but it classic. I guess from this movie, from what I read earlier, too, is that because this movie's very uh, stylistic, and I guess she brought in a designer, right, for this movie to help, like, with all the costumes, like a real famous designer with all the costumes and all that. That's why she kind of wanted to bring Harry in. Because Makes sense. he's very stylistic and very fashion-nual, yes. whatever you yeah. said it was. You put the guy in a skirt, Fresh he look. looks great. <laughs> anyway. He does. Um, you guys... He's- Yes. Yes. No, go ahead with Harry. I was just, as I look at some of these pictures here on page six, there's another shot where he's in a robe. Um, Do you know a lot of robe people? Um, No, because I don't know a lot of people in the music, you know, the, the... No, 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 not in the music industry, just robe people. He's just wearing a bathrobe. Do you know a lot of robe people? I don't. I don't know a lot of apron people either. I think those two, those two segments of society might be dying out. I have a Robe friend who wears apron an people. apron whenever she cooks, and I'm like, "Huh, I didn't realize that was like still a thing." Wait a minute, like anytime, like a Tuesday night dinner, she'll throw an apron on. I guess if you're like baking something, you don't want to ruin your clothes or yeah, with flatter flour and things like that. Anyway, I wanted mm. to tell you guys something cool. Okay. Okay. There's a bunch of artists who have come together to customize Yeti coolers. Oh, sweet. For auction, for an auction that benefits road crews, you know, because there's been no touring going on lately. And so there's an auction that begins today at, it just started actually, just started, 10 o'clock. And it's going to wrap up on January 12th at 10 a.m. And it's the second round of their roadies campaign it's it's called one for the roadies and proceeds benefit crew nation so they establish this fund uh from live nation that will help unemployed live music workers affected by the pandemic so well that's great. i link this up uh at my talk 1071.com if you would like to find out more um artists include like tenacious d we've got <laughs> tanya tucker uh mavis staples little big town grace potter Brandy Carlisle, all sorts of different artists. Beastie Boys, Wilco. So check that out. Hey, before we wrap this segment up real quick, some music predictions for 2021. Uh, Adele and Rihanna will be back. Okay. 
summertime festivals, probably not. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, they think Adele will have the uh, year's biggest selling album. Music, uh, music, music catalog sales are going to probably pick up. Um, we're not going to have festivals probably until the fall. Um, Rihanna will return. It'll be monstrous. And Taylor Swift may be done releasing new albums for a while. So there you go. It's a bummer about the festival prediction. I agree. Maybe we'll be back for State Fair. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. All right, we got to go. There's some good food news coming up, guys. I like it, too. Doritos is doing something good with their chips. A brand new flavor. I would love to try this. Me, too. And Pizza Hut finally figured out what the people really want. We'll dig into some food news when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. All right, we're back. Still time to sign up for our wallet chain giveaway. The more times you enter, the more chances you have to win. A wallet chain for you and your family. Never be without your wallet with Wallet Chain. None of what he said is true, just for the record. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Wallet Chain. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, I think I still see them. Of course you do, where where, where you hang. Well, biker, I mean, you biker see them like, you, know, you see people like Johnny Depp. Yes. You know? It's... Vampires. It's <laughs> <laughs> an adorable thing. Whatever. But I, I, my cousin Ryan had a wallet chain. I mean, he was a preppy guy and then got a wallet chain. There was this this thing in the late 90s where wallet chains were trying to cross over. Wow. Yeah. There were kids in 7th and 8th grade that mm-hmm. I went to school with that always had chains. From... The greasers. <laughs> they weren't, though. You know, they were just, you know, you know. I could really go for a potato chip right now, and I love what Doritos is doing now. Oh, I do too. Pickle-flavored Doritos. Hell yes! Just went on sale nationwide. We're getting some of these. Apparently, these popped up in a few spots last summer. They'll do a little test. Popular enough, I suppose. Doritos now launching them nationwide, which I guess means just, I don't know, go to the chip aisle wherever you get your groceries. It's called Tangy Pickle. Yes. Tangy pickle. Yes, yes, yes. One uh, uh, review said they have, quote, a very pleasant dill and vinegar flavor. Love it. It sounds oh, really, really good. It sounds so good. Because they're already pickle chips. Yes. You know? True. And don't forget our fabulous popped corn dill pickle flavor. So you can get the flavor out there. What's interesting about this is that Dorito, the native Dorito, already is different. He's the cool cousin who went to art school at the potato chip family reunion. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. And so he's already bringing something unique. So when you add then the dill flavor on top of that, I think it could, I I feel like there could almost be a bit of savory in there with the Dorito. Yes. Mmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some. I would love to get some. Okay, so you get some. Uh, I'll get some. Uh, okay. Okay, we're not leave together. I, what color is your hair? <laughs> we will get some separately and try them. Okay. Want to? Yep. Okay. Glad we settled that. <laughs> I'm going to go. No, Donna, stay. Oh, I want you to no, stick around. We, I have pizza news. Donna, stay. Okay. Remember when night it was the year was nineteen ninety five, Pizza Hut introduced stuffed crust pizza. 
Yeah. Where they shoved a cheese stick inside of the dough that formed oh, the crust. But you don't mean a breaded cheese stick. Just extra mozzarella cheese. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, yeah, almost like the cheese stick that you would have as a snack in your refrigerator. They shoved something like that, a little tube of cheese inside of the dough. Yes, don't worry about how they made it. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was delicious. Remember stuffed crust pizza? That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot. Yeah, it was. I love cheese. Oh man, that could be near the top of my list if it didn't wreak such havoc on my stomach, which I think it does. Does it really? I I think that if I really monitor. The, a day or two like after. Like do a food diary or whatever? Yeah, I think that I would know that my stomach was a bit off. I eat cheese every day. I, I eat so cheese much. Every, almost every day now, but as a kid, guys, get this. This is sad. I used to take the cheese off, off of my pizza. <gasps> I was that guy. Wow. I know, I so know no people like you. no cheeseburgers for you? Just no cheeseburgers when I was a kid. Now. I don't see the point I, in even eating it I could if it didn't have cheese on it. bathe in cheese. But cool. when I was a kid, would never touch it. Really? Yes. When when did you have your aha moment about the goodness of cheese? Uh, I'm pretty sure when I, when I moved out of the house. I think when I went to college, I just started, uh, there was a cafeteria with just all kinds of things, and I was hungry and hungover and just started grabbing whatever I could find. And You know, this is interesting. Cheeseburgers came along my life. I will now give the second reference in this segment to cousin Ryan. Ryan, my cousin... Moved out to California where I went to college. And he lived with us in an apartment and he quickly earned the name, the nickname Breadstick, because all he really <laughs> ate were breadsticks. We'd order a pizza, he would just get breadsticks on the side and he would just eat the breadsticks. He had a very limited menu of foods that he would eat. He was very, very. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Particular. Very mm. picky. And now he, too, Grant, had some kind of an aha moment that made him eat more things. I think it was actually when he got started dating his now wife. Yeah. That he started to realize I can't seem like a child, a child, an alien. <laughs> yeah. As I attempt to 
pursue this dame. I can relate to that because that's what it w- I would go out with my friends and like, Grant, you're going to get chicken tenders and fries again? Really? Is that what you're going to go for? So <laughs> I had to start opening up to different things because I didn't. And we were going to different places like, you know, sushi places. It's California. They got all kinds of weird stuff oh, out yeah. there. You know, you uh-huh. can't always get chicken tenders. So you had to try different things. And I'm glad I did because now I love almost anything. But boy, I was me and Ryan could have been best buddies. You know what Ryan and I did too growing up? I'll tell you what Pizza's doing in a moment. Uh, we would we would deep fry our own French fries. We would cut the potatoes, put them in a deep fry. There's no better way to eat a French fry than home making your French fry. There just isn't. There just isn't. Never Preach. done it. No. Donna, what? Do you have a deep fryer? No. I don't. Oh. Fr- I don't fry things. Oh, you're missing out. That's I a yummy know. way to eat stuff. I don't. Sometimes I feel like it ruins it. Like fried shrimp. When no. people f- bread it and fry it, I'm like, no. keep it. Done. Ick. It's all like oily tasting. Now to celebrate more than a quarter century of the stuffed crust pizza, Pizza Hut is going to be giving some people rings of stuffed crust. So you'll get a full-size pizza crust filled with cheese, no pizza in the middle. They are offering these at two locations in LA, two locations in Dallas today, tomorrow, and Thursday. No word on whether or not they might go to other cities. Okay. Hope. Cool. That sounds like something fun to dip in, like a marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I don't know. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a game. Oh, oh yes, it's game time. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Donna seems sharp mentally. All right, so I still have a chance. It's only January fifth, and the score uh, will uh, will be revealed by Grant in just a moment. For this, this, this. Did it! I now hit it five times. Here it time to go to college. <laughs> it's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys, are you ready for the 196th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Yeah! Yes! Okay, well, today we have the lovely, the talented Ashley on the phone. How you doing, Ashley? I'm great. And she is from Minneapolis, guys, and I didn't have a lot of time to find anything fun out. So, Steve? I did find, remember something. Oh, what you got, Ashley? Oh, okay. I just found out that I'm pregnant. <gasps> oh, oh, my gosh! Whoa, oh that's so gosh. exciting. What oh, my mean? goodness. You just found out, like, right like, before um, you called. Like, New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, oh my Wait. word. How lovely. Congratulations. First uh, baby? Yes, Second. This... Oh, oh, my yay. goodness. You know how some people will start to tell you things like, oh, it gets uh, easier the second time around. Let me just tell you, as the presumed godfather of your yet-to-be-born child, they're lying to you. It always gets harder because that's how math works. Okay, perfect. And congratulations. Sorry, congratulations. Thank you. This is awesome. Well, Ashley, we are excited to hopefully maybe get your uh, new baby a t-shirt here because you'll be playing for a My Talk t-shirt. And... uh, we are playing for, like I said, a T-shirt. But guys, this is the this is the uh, topic. Okay, eighties TV sitcoms. Okay, eighties TV sitcoms. And right now, the score is the score one is nothing. one to nothing. Okay. Who's Steve, in the lead? Steve, oh, oh, Steve won yesterday on a last minute uh, tiebreaker. 
And uh, Donna's at zero, but that doesn't mean anything. We've got a lot of games to play here. So, Ashley, who would you like to play with, Donna or Steve? And again, the topic is 80s TV sitcoms. Who do you think will know more about 80s TV sitcoms? I'm going to go with Steve, even though I trust Donna's judgment on the fried shrimp thing. Thank uh, you, woo-hoo. Ashley. Yeah, be okay, careful with all that. All right. All right. You don't want to get Ajita while you're pregnant. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. All right. So now I'm not just doing this for Ashley. I'm doing this for her baby, too. There's a lot of pressure suddenly. No on pressure. Me. We want to get that My Talk listener right away, right? Yeah. Now, we don't have any baby sizes available, but just wash it in hot water and then dry it on high. Or you could roll it up in a nice diaper, too. Whatever works. Okay. But, um, okay. So, again, um, I'm going to, Ashley, I, like I said to you earlier, just kind of wait. Let Steve answer these questions, and then you can come back and give us your thoughts afterwards. All right, Steve, as you know, I'm going to start the Music after I ask the first question. Okay. This sitcom aired from 1985 to 1982, and St. Olaf Township was often referred to as the hometown of one of the four main characters. What is it? Growing Pains. This sitcom ran from 86 to 90, and the title character crash lands in the garage of the suburb middle... South. Okay. This sitcom aired from 1984 to 1992, and it was about a retired baseball player who becomes a housekeeper for Angela Bauer. Who's the boss? Okay, now go say the first one again. This sitcom aired from 85 to 92, and St. Olaf Township is often referred to as the hometown of one of the four main characters. Charles in charge? Mm. All right, I'm going to need your help on that one, Ashley. St. Olaf Township often referred to. 85 to 92. Any idea, Ashley, of what that could be? Oh, my God. I have no idea. All right, I guess we'll have to go. I think the last answer I said there was Charles in charge. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll go with that. Okay. Charles, oh, Charles in charge is your answer. All right. Yes. You talk to her. I'm going to get Donna. Okay. Ashley, here's the deal. We we got two out of three there. And okay. there's a chance. I feel like that could get us to a tiebreaker. I do not think that's going to win outright. Donna, welcome back. She is... Uh... Getting ready here. She's getting she's getting pumped up for the for the uh, game. Here. Oh oh yeah, there she is. Hey, Debo. Uh, I did some squats and some. Uh, what do you call those leg things when you walk and you lunges? Yeah, I did some lunges. <laughs> did you did you throw <laughs> standing some... lunges, not walking lunges? Did you throw some free throws out there too? While you had a chance. Rude. <laughs> That's a callback. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Donna, yeah. as you know, we're going to start this music after I ask the first question. And again, the topic is 80s TV sitcoms. This sitcom aired from 1985 to 1992, and St. Olaf Township is often referred to as the hometown of one of the four main characters. Golden Girls. This sitcom ran from 1986 to 1990, and the title character crash lands in the garage of the middle-class family, the Tanner. Tanners. Oh, God. Uh, d- d- pass. This sitcom aired from 1984 to 1992, and was about a retired baseball player who became a housekeeper for Angela Bauer. Um, that is, um, um, oh my God, it's Tony Danza. It's called, oh my God, it's Tony Danza, Alyssa Milano, and it's called. Uh, well, that's awesome. Man of the house. <laughs> I... Close. Oh. Well, it was Who's the Boss? Oh, yeah. Was that one. And you did get the first one right with Golden Girls, Steve. I did not get that one. Yeah, that's kind of just one of those Minnesota. It's only actually referred Shoot. to once in the, in the show, but it's been kind of one of those legends about uh, Golden Girls' its connection to St. Olaf. And uh, lastly, it, the, fir- or the second one was Elf. I was going to say Elf, and I'm like, I've never seen it, ever. 
Not oh. one single episode. Classic. Oh, Donna, you, puppets. you might like it. Yeah, really? I love puppets. <laughs> I love puppets. Yeah, too. and he, uh, Alf always says, I love cats. They're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So eat for, some. So we know Ashley is our winner, and we've got our first new My Talk winner coming here with the t-shirt. What Yay. is, do you guys want to play the tiebreaker? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, now Ashley, you can just yell out once you know it. If you know it, have fun with it, okay? All right. Three's company. Steve, quick to the draw there, buddy. Dominating in all fashions. We've got to. I'm going to go down to the Regal Beagle and get a drink. (laughs) Donna, no. Bye. Donna gives me Mrs. Draper vibes. It's not Draper. Is that what was her name? Mrs. Roper. Oh, sorry. I do. Why is that? That is so funny that everyone thinks of me as like what's Moki is the um the Fraggle the Rock Fraggle lady. who wore a lot of dusters. <laughs> that is so. Funny. These are compliments, Donna. Oh my Ashley, God. congratulations. Yeah, Ashley, congratulations on on both wins. Thank you. Yay! Happy twenty twenty. Bye. Oh man, twenty twenty one. Whatever. Donna, are you okay? Yes. You seem, what's the word? Frazzled. I'm not so sharp. <laughs> you know, I only had a cup of coffee today. I normally have like three. Oh, why don't you go down? Mm-hmm. Walk down the 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 thinger, the hall. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sharp myself. And pour yourself a cup of Joe yeah, during the commercial good. I break. I got water. I got water. No, oh, they say that can be bad for you. Oh, no, now you tell me. I just took a sip. It'll take 10 minutes to kill me. Um. Anyway, congratulations. This is not looking good for me. I hate that. I hate that timer. Honestly, I'm just like, I know it. I know it. Like, I know the show. But it's a good, this is a good opportunity for you, Donna. Knowing that the music is there, you hear the timer, do, 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 to just take a little deep breath. And just say, that's just a background music. They're just asking me three questions. No, what I need to do is take my headphones off. Practice right now. No, you don't. You're not a four-year-old. You can do this. (laughs) Think. Like, just think right now. You should listen to this on your way in. On repeat. On your way into the station. No, it's stressful. It's not just me. It has to do with how people are wired. You know what I mean? You think I'm predisposed Mm -hmm. to win the game? I think you're quicker on your feet. You know, it's not... A matter of you necessarily knowing more than I do. You're just right. quicker on your feet. Right. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Thinking. That's why. Remember we used to play, what was the name of that game? The um, Millennial, Millennial X, X Games, Games, which I think we should bring back. Yeah, Rocco let's make... would like to participate in uh, the questions. Oh, well, how lovely. Let's because do normally it. you and I come up with one another's questions. And we both hate doing that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Remember, Ryan would always say, are you guys going to get your questions at or not? Ryan, by the way, is like 23 years old. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, Ryan Perpich, um, who is now a producer over at uh, KSTP, 5 Eyewitness News, jumped into my and Elizabeth's ear yesterday at at the end of Twin Cities Live or in a commercial break. Hi, Elizabeth and Steve, this is Ryan. And then it was great. It was great. Then he got to say hi to Elizabeth, who he hasn't spoken to in a while. It was lovely. That's nice. I almost texted him yesterday just to see if he wanted to go on a, a doggy play date. 
Oh yeah, we got to get all three of our dogs together. That'd I would be fun. love that. that Plus, would be Grant's great. got those two. What are they called? Horses? Yeah, my mini ponies. They're uh, yeah. Irish wolfhounds. Yeah, Irish wolfhounds. Yeah, yes. we got the little guy too, Junior. He could play. They can all. They're all good dogs. They can all play. All right. You set the date. Let me know where I need to be. By the way, um, coronavirus talk real quick. Oh, great. The next, some people are predicting that the next random product to sell out could be medicine for hair lice. I'm listening. A new study found that a basic head lice drug called ivermectin led to an 80% lower fatality rate in hospitalized coronavirus patients. I don't know how they figured this out. That's my question. Were they so desperate in an, uh, truly, so desperate in an ICU somewhere? They were like, I don't know, give me anything. All we have is lice medication. <laughs> I don't know. How do you stumble on I this? don't know. I just saw that, um, I saw that headline and I was like, well, wait, what is this? Well, they say it can treat infections caused by roundworms, Donna, threadworms, <laughs> and other parasites. <laughs> uh, uh, here's some other good news. The pandemic has led to major drops in the number of people using cocaine, Molly, and LSD. Wonder why? Just the social distancing? I don't know. A big increase in people smoking weed, though. Okay. Well, that's legal in a bunch of places now. Did you hear this? This is not good news. Oh, no. There was a coronavirus outbreak at a hospital in San Jose, California. Yes. I saw this video, too. I just can't. It's been linked to an employee wearing an inflatable Christmas tree costume on Christmas. And the fan inside the costume ended up spreading (sighs) droplets. How do you make that mistake? You know, well, here, I think here's how you, geez, you are fully covered by plastic. So you're thinking this is a hazmat suit at its finest. Mm. But then there is a, the fan, actually, it's funny, the fan blows air in from the outside, but it keeps it inflated that way. I know this because my son went as a sumo. Oh, cute. And so the fan is sucking air in from the outside. So I would understand if the person was coughing on the inside and then the air was shooting outside, but 44 people, they think, infected by this. That's, that's tragic. Yikes. Damn. Just got to be careful all the yeah. way around. Um, this is good, though. Um, the University of California in San Diego has installed coronavirus test kits in vending machines on campus. <laughs> I mean, I think, no, I think it's good. If, I just see someone now, you know, come on. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> shaking, shaking it, it. coughing as they hit D6. <laughs> That's all you want is the person who's getting a COVID kit. Rocking it back and forth. Right? Anyway, we got to go. Good game, Steve. There is a show that I think you should watch, and we'll see if Donna agrees because she actually watched some of it. Uh, A show that I think would be a big hit for you if you have, like we did over Christmas, play the game Mafia, or if you or your kids or grandkids are always talking to you about the game Among Us right now on their phones. There's a TV show that I think might be right up your alley. Okay. We'll dig into it 
when we return right here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. It's me, Donna. Thanks for listening. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks for participating. This is what they said it would be like toward the end. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to participate. Oh, no. Welcome back, everybody. Let's be useful. Time Boy. for a t- Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Yesterday. Difficult word for me to say is yesterday. I slur the middle of it. Hmm. Yesterday. It's like a sh- Hmm. On Monday's show, I talked to you about Mafia. Grant, have you played Mafia? No, I have not. Not Mafia, no. Interesting. So I, I thought I was super late to the party on this. Apparently not. Again, it's a card game. You play in a group of people. I think all you need is about six people to play. Everybody gets dealt a card. If you're dealt uh, a, a number card, one to ten, you are a townsperson. If you're dealt a queen, you're a nurse, king, you're a sheriff, one of the aces, you're the mafia. Okay? So that's the basic setup for the game. And then your whole goal is to try to figure out who's mafia. Similarly, there's a game right now, very popular on iPads and iPhones, called Among Us. Have you heard of this? Mm. Yes, I have actually. Okay. Similar concept where you enter the game and then you are given a role. And your goal as the Mafia is to eliminate everyone not Mafia. Your goal as the other folks is to stay alive and find out who the Mafia is before they eliminate you. So it's a guessing game. It's a game of of deceit. It's a game of acting. Well, there was a new game show that premiered last night on ABC, if you like those games, called The Hustler. Yes. Craig Ferguson is the host. This was actually shot back... Oh, I back... watched this last night. I know. That's why I, have, I pulled this down here for mm. you to give your input on it. Craig Ferguson uh, hosts the show... It was uh, shot in December of 2019. Yes, a year ago. Then they wait because of the pandemic and all that jazz. It's a trivia game where there are five contestants. One of the contestants is told not long before the show begins, here are the answers to the questions. They then look at a card. They try to memorize the answers as best they can, memorize them, memorize them, memorize them, and, and then they go out and they play the game. And the goal is to win as much money as you can, in the trivia game, but to not get found out as the hustler. So I recorded it because it seemed like it was right in this vein of mafia, and we came off this high of playing that. It was just so fun. Donna, you watched a little bit of it. I did. What I didn't find you? out. I didn't find out who the. So I started it late, and then okay. I didn't watch it all. But I was like, so it's a bluffing game, uh-huh. and it's playful. I love Craig Ferguson. I don't really get I don't really get what they're doing with the asking trivia questions and then I don't it, are they teams it just So no these are all individuals mm-hmm. and the goal is to if you are the hustler the one contestant who was told right before the show starts look at all these answers these are the answers these are the answers then you have to memorize and try to lie on your feet you're trying to make as much money as possible but the others every man for themselves are trying to figure out wait a minute that person just answered four of those questions in a row. They're the hustler. And you're trying to vote out, identify and vote out who the hustler that, is. That and did... the, one of the uh, contestants last night happens to be a Robbinsdale High School teacher. Oh, which one was it? 
Um, oh, goodness. Her name was Brianna. Brianna. Yeah. She, yeah. She actually called randomly Colleen and Bradley when I was with them yesterday about a segment we were talking ah! about what, what to watch on TV. And then she <laughs> oh. called in randomly. And so we got to talk with her yesterday oh, on the fun. show. Yeah. We had her on Twin Cities Live yesterday, too. And she would not tell us if she was the hustler, but she safely gave us as much information as she could. So, and she's been on other game shows, too. Family Feud, I think another one. You can only, she said, be on one game show once every two years. So, interesting. Yes. Was she the first woman eliminated? I don't know. Oh, so you didn't watch, watch it. it. Oh, she won oh, oh, 88, oh. well, I don't want to, but she won $80,000, actually, yesterday. Whoa! Yeah. Did you watch it? I wa- I caught the tail end of it because so, I remembered la- the last second, so I mean the tail end of it. Okay, so, so she was still on at the tail end, yeah, so, okay, now won, I know who she was. I know was. she won, and she was blonde hair, very yep. fun. Yep. She had a great personality. I mean, she was made for TV, like, game show. She was, I thought she did a great job just as, as a contestant as well, so. Nice. Okay, so... What I didn't get is it seemed like all four of them were working together as a team every time they would answer a question. So a question would come up, oh. you know, like, oh, what is the, what is the, um, whatchamacallit in Turkey, Capital of Ida. Turkey that makes you tired? And then they give you multiple choice, right? Okay. And then all of them would discuss together and then pick an answer and then go with the answer. Oh, Donna, That's this sounds like this sounds like you're totally right. I think you're totally right here. And here's why that makes even more sense with it being correlated to mafia. In ma- <coughs> in the game mafia, after they say everybody go to sleep, which means close your eyes, mafia wake up. Just the two mafia members open their eyes, sort of point over Donna. All right, they want to kill Donna. And then the sheriff, who you're going to investigate, all that. Once you all wake up again, no one says, oh, I'm Mafia, here's who I killed. You then all play as a theoretical team to identify who the Mafia is, which means the Mafia players are representing as though they are safe, as though they are townspeople, Mm -hmm. and therein lies the the complexity of the game, trying to figure the person out. And there are some wonderful performances that we saw put on by seven-year-olds to 87-year-olds over Christmas break. <laughs> it was really, really fun. So, yes, you're right, Donna, and that makes perfect sense. I got to watch this game. I, I got to watch it again, Mom. Um, so who was the, uh, who was the, you know? No, 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 don't tell us. Yeah, don't tell Why? us. We'll, Nobody's we'll going to go it. back and watch the yesterday's episode. Well, from what I understand, she was one of the people that that's why she I think she was because from what I understand. Now, I may be wrong and she's listening. <laughs> call us in here. But for when, I, when we talked to her yesterday, she was that person. That, she was the hustler that was trying to. Here's this might be her. There's oh, a phone okay. call. All right, great. Take it. Might be her um, because she couldn't tell us on Twin Cities Live. She couldn't identify that time previous to the show airing if she was, in fact, the hustler or not. Oh, okay. know what I mean? Yes, but the show did conclude last night. It did conclude last night, Donna. I and, do believe. And I it keep... is a game show, so unless you are, plan on recording all of them, I don't think there's much of a spoiler we have to worry about, right? Right? Who do we have? He's still on the line. Put him on. I don't know. All right, Grant. Just put him on. Just put him on. Just put him Grant. on. We don't care. We don't care. Hi there! No, no, Guten he's Tag. still talking. He's okay. still talking. Brad! Anyway, so I wonder if this is nope. based off of that game. You know what I mean? Grant, who was on the phone? He's still talking to them. He's I not just heard, I thought I just heard him he say no. He said no. 
So from what I got from there, that was just a caller, but she was explaining that just the same thing you did, that there was a person, they all have to agree upon a money that they're going to wager for this question. So she's going to try to deceive that person about how much money, because she knows in the end, she gets what they don't win. So the person within the group has, there's kind of They have to kind of be reasonable so they don't draw attention to themselves. It's a big acting game, like Steve said. Okay. And it's really funny because Craig Ferguson will, you know, he'll give a clue about the person and go this person um drinks eight cups of coffee a day this the the hustler um i don't know is part of a civil war reenactment group you know give out this information and then they all look at each other and start sizing each other up and having a discussion about why it's probably not this person this sounds fun it sounds smart and confusing no, Donna. <laughs> you'll do great. This is good. This is like lumosity for Not all yet. of us okay. as we try to figure it out. Yep. Sudoku. You know? Yep. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you got it, buddy. All right, there are a couple of really bizarre stories that floated around the world of Hollywood. There are. Hilaria Baldwin, Hillary Baldwin, whichever <laughs> feels true to you. That story about the fabricated identity is weird. We'll get into that. Also, the story about Tanya Roberts. Did somebody get the greatest phone call you could ever, ever get in your entire life yesterday about someone presumed dead? Mm. We'll dig into it when we return. It's Don and Steve on my